welcome to the Difference Maker podcast, the show that highlights chartered accountants who are making a difference either in their industry, company, or for social good. A podcast created by CAW Network USA. So what has caused the interest in enterprise performance management and why now? Well, there's, I have about eight forces and, uh, that ca- have caused interest in it. Um, and this will amplify my sort of definition you just asked me in the previous question. The first force is executives' frustration with strategy failure. Most executives are pretty good at formulating strategy. Their big frustration is failure to successfully execute and, and implement it. And there's a fair amount of empirical evidence on this. There's a re- executive recruiting firm in Chicago, and incidentally, I'm a native of Chicago. Go Cubs, go Bears, go White Sox. <laughs> Challenger Gray and Christmas, they monitor the involuntary turnover, firings of CEOs. It's been increasing every year. And you know, part of it is because the employees either don't understand the executive team's strategy or you don't have the right metrics. And the solution there uh, that's used is what's called the strategy map and the balance scorecard. You know, really aligning behavior uh, by motivating with targets the employees. The second force is increased accountability. Today, there is no place to hide. You know, managers will be monitored. They will be measured. Doesn't necessarily mean their jobs are at risk, but it could adversely affect their job promotions or salary increases. The third force is more rapid decision making. Unlike way in the past when you could test and learn and have meetings and conference rooms, today people will be on the phone, go or no go, yes or no. They have to make a decision in near real time. They almost wish an executive was sitting next to them on the phone call and say, well, which decision should I make that is aligns with your executive team's strategy? Fourth is mistrust of the management accounting system for transparency and accuracy. You know, the reality is most managers do not trust the management accounting, you know, and it's because of those cost allocations, you know, of overhead. And I'm not talking about external financial accounting. That's for compliance and statutory with government regulatories. You have to follow generally accepted accounting principles for that. But I'm talking about internal management accounting. And the issue is really that overhead allocation. It violates the causality principle in manufacturing examples would be, oh, uh, number of labor hours or number of units produced in service organizations, maybe sales amount or a uh, number of employees, full-time equivalents, um, square feet, square meters. None of those factors reflect the unique consumption that the products and services and even the channels and customers consume of the end-to-end business processes, the work activities that belong to them. So, the solution there is activity-based costing. It applies to the vast majority of organizations that have repetitive processes. The fifth force is poor customer value management. I mean, the reality is customers are the source of value creation, financial wealth creation for shareholders and owners. And the problem there is, you know, most CFOs don't measure uh, customer profitability. They stop halfway at the product gross profit margin line or service profit line. We need to really include distribution channels, expenses, selling expenses, marketing expenses, customer service expenses to actually create a profit and loss statement for each customer. And when that happens, it's usually some shock 
to the managers because they may think, well, our largest customer in sales is our most profitable one. No, because some large customers can be high maintenance customers, always changing delivery schedule, you know, always calling help desk, always buying special, not standard. You know, when you compare them to the low maintenance customers with less sales, but, you know, never call help desk, never change the delivery schedule, the <laughs> smaller customer in sales could actually be more profitable. The sixth one is contentious budgeting. This may surprise the audience. I think the annual budgeting process is so broken and such a disaster. You know, my recommendation is stop budgeting. Well, it'll probably caught people's attention. But that begs the question, what was the purpose of a budget in the first place? And there are techniques with these performing enterprise performance management methods to basically model it's really fork it's really geeking the forecast volume and mix and multiplying it backwards times unit level consumption rates to solve for the level of capacity capacity requirements planning remember i'm an industrial engineer masquerading as an accountant the seventh force is dysfunctional supply chain management. This may not apply to those listening that are in the retail space, but for those who are in the business-to-business, B2B, the issue there is most customers view their suppliers as the enemy. It's an adversarial relationship. You know, They may negotiate lower prices with the supplier if they put them out of business. So what? That's got to stop. It's not. It's a marriage because supply chains are competing against other supply chains for share of wallet or purse. And finally, eight unfulfilled return on investment promises from large IT systems like enterprise resource planning systems or customer relationship management systems. And the issue there is if you ask an IT director three years after they've gone to the big effort to implement the ERP system, if you ask them, how well do you think the return on investment met or exceeded what the ERP salesman sold you on three years ago, they'd be hard pressed to say yes. That does not mean they shouldn't implement the ERP system. You have to, to remain competitive with your competitors. But they produce a lot of data, but not necessarily information. And what these enterprise performance management methods do is they release the ROI, like seeds from the ground, so the ROI actually comes from the method. So that's what's caused interest in enterprise performance management. 